What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys is getting quiet. Going to get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Yeah. Let me come through four foes, steady tipping. Yeah. Yeah. On that new lap. Yeah. Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see be running back. Yeah. Maybe AP. Yeah. Maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. Yeah. The more right, it, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me. Especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set her straight. Okay. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports-related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports-wise. Hey, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor to work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. <laughs> Ashley, I hate you. Okay. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What it do? What it do? What it do, folks? Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl, Ashley. You know what I'm saying? That's your boy Mervin Wright Jr. of the Boy Right the Wrong Podcast. This is episode 64. Five episodes away from Mervin's favorite number. Can you stop doing that? Because that's not my favorite number. It's <laughs> not my favorite number. I'm gonna uh, stop telling these people that. You just got I'll stop telling people in five more episodes. Uh, you know, we gotta celebrate, Mervin. It's, it's not all the time that you have a favorite number like that that's so high and we reach it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, shout out to you. Shout out to you. Uh-huh. Uh, y'all, before we start, I just want to say, Mervin is so extra. Like, y'all don't realize how extra Mervin is. Extra. I didn't even do nothing. Y'all, so, we've been... <laughs> it's 50 minutes after we first picked up the telephone today we were recording 50 minutes after we first picked up the telephone today to talk to each other um to start the podcast because i was like scrambled looking for stuff i just got off of work mervin he was i don't know what he was doing over there so as i'm over here you know doing my finishing touches of what i need to do over here mervin is sitting in his little race car chair <laughs> on his phone listening to videos as soon as I said I'm ready, mind you, I have been scrambling for a good 20 minutes at this point. Mervin has been on his phone. As soon as I say I'm ready, he do this whole dramatic, dramatic, dramatic. movement. Oh my God. Taking down, what was the first vinyl record up there? The Beyonce Lemonade? The lemonade, yes. Uh, taking down the vinyl uh, Beyonce Lemonade record, taking it off his shelf, walking away slowly. And bringing back the Kendrick Lamar <laughs> damn album on vinyl and put it up there. And they're going to look at me and start grinning. Sir. Uh, look. Dramatic. I, it wasn't even that dramatic. I literally yes, thought it about it. I put my headphones down, went and got that, took Beyonce down, put Kendrick up and said, let's go. It wasn't- As he did this, y'all, he's looking back at me with a grin on his face. Because I know you're going to say something. You say something about everything I do. 
And so, so I knew you were going to have something to say. So in all that time, it took me to get I ready. didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. So as soon as I, didn't I said, I didn't think about it. As soon as I said, I didn't think about it. As soon as I said, okay, I'm I ready. I didn't think about it. I said, okay, I'm ready. And Mervyn goes, oh. And then, <laughs> and does this dramatic Stuff y'all. pops into my head like uh, right before we record all the time. Whether it's an album change behind me, whether it's a bag of chips, y'all whatever know Mervyn it is. Mervyn like to show me all his new gadgets and everything. We all know That's this. a lie, because I've had this for about two weeks, and I just never put it up. Mervyn likes to brag. When you got your little, when you got your shelves up, we had to talk about your shelves. When you got your little chair, we had to talk about your little chair. When you got your little fridge, we had to talk about you your know, little fridge. You know, it's funny. I, I It's funny, because I have a philosophy, right? <laughs> and anybody who says it's your little anything, you know, your little fridge, your little chair, <laughs> your little girlfriend... That's usually code for big hater energy. That's what that big is. Big hater? <laughs> yes, that's what that is. Big hater? Well, I got the hate on. I don't I know. Ain't got no, I ain't got no shelf behind me. I don't know. But you sound like mad. You sound mad haterish when you talk about little this, little that. I'm going to sound oh. haterish talk about anything you do. Because that's what I do. Because you's do you a bit. Because you's a hater. I thought I was playing I got, hater. I gotta here, stay in. I gotta stay in character. She is. Bro, no. She is trying to take my crown. I have to stay in character. It is anti-merv all the way around here. So you admit it's an act, and you don't really feel this way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I just wanted to be clear that it, this is all a show, guys. As much as she won't admit it in public, she really loves me. Just always remember that. In public, Mervyn. What? What? I show you love all the time. Y'all, I have several videos on my phone of me hugging Mervyn. Videos. I didn't, and I didn't consent to those. So Video as I evidence. said, so as I said in the last one, call so the cops. Somebody call the cops. So how does that sound, y'all? <laughs> Video evidence. Wait, okay. I can think of one, and that's it. And that was from the last time we was in Dallas. Name another one. There's one from Homecoming. That's a picture. That don't count. No, it's a video. I got video on my phone. I don't believe it. What you I haven't you don't seen believe it. it. You ain't. You, there's not a chance you could have forgotten that it was there. No, that's a very real possibility. In fact, I'm gonna assume <laughs> that's what happened. Yes. But as far as the the context of this conversation, if I don't see it and I don't remember it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> I was just thinking about that time you said, did I see that picture of you looking like a a, a shaved naked mole rat? <laughs> I wish I hadn't shown you that. I wish I hadn't shown you that picture. Oh, my gosh. Bro, Anyways, you know that's been two years? That's been two years now since that. Wow. And what's funny is I was listening to our intro. I actually was listening to it as it was playing. I was like... Mervin really did have the Duck Dynasty beard. Like, no trim, no nothing. This man was, like, just letting it just sit out as long as he could get it. Mm-hmm. Until you finally learned your lesson. Hey, look. It is what it is. <laughs> now it's all fluffy looking sometimes. You know sometimes. what I'm saying? I could, I could stand another trim. I'll probably get one uh, probably in a month or so for church anniversary. Amen. Uh, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, let's uh, look at the rundown today, and uh, it's pretty short. (laughs) (laughs) It is not a lot to look at this week, guys. 
It says NBA playoffs, and Channing Crowder is at it again. And somehow Ashley will still make this episode stretch to two hours. I just want to put that out yeah, there. Yeah, it's With me. no break. With it's no break. Me. It's me. Hold on, but speaking of church, how was your Easter? It was good. It's good. It was good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I had to work, but, you know, I still got to spend time with my family, you know, mm-hmm. since, you know, it's only 40 minutes away. So, you know what I'm saying? Got That's some good up. eats. You feel me? You That's know? what's up. Some good laughs. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? You know, we planning milestones, mm-hmm. you know, that are happening soon. You know, just it's a good time. You know, That's what's up. good time in the fam bam. How was yours? It was good. Uh, went to church. <laughs> As Amen. You know, hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Y'all. It's nothing. Ooh, praise. It's, not, it's, 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 I won't call it. Ooh, I saw it and, and I was going to shout, get the shouting low. But, but you when know. I get, when I get <laughs> messages from people <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's Ashley. Wonder what she wants. Oh, that's me. Wait a minute. Now, granted, it wasn't anything bad this time. It was just a, a video of me singing at church. But, like, it's Y'all. just Ashley. So, I'm not used to her sending me stuff and it being not uh, vulgar. Anyways, it's the, we're talking about the, the, the Sunday. Easter Resurrection Sunday. Don't, there we go. Don't try to slander my name when we're talking about Resurrection Sunday. Slanderous. No, your name is your name is always <laughs> worthy of slander. All right, let's uh, talk. And you know that's a lie. It's not slander because it's it true. It is slander. It's not slander because it's, it's, it's true. Slander. <laughs> it's true. Um, but no, it, it was good. And then I had to go to work and <laughs> work. But other than that, it was it was all good. Yes, y'all. Mervin was. Uh, we watched Willow Avenue service on live. You know what I'm saying? And Mervin was. You know, a praise lead on the stage with a mic, you know, shouting and stomping his feet, bopping his little bald head, you know what I'm saying, with his suit on. Okay, was looking spiffy. I said, y'all look at Brother Merv. So we all, you know, watch Brother Merv, you know, mm-hmm. give his praises to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's mm-hmm. you're talking about that. You should have caught me last mm-hmm. Sunday. That would have been, That would have been different, but... That's neither here nor there. What you mean, caught you last Sunday? You know I can go back and look at it. I know, no. (laughs) Let me put it like this. This Now you have alerted me. This past Sunday was, it's Easter, so it's always going to be a grand time. The Sunday before, (laughs) um, I may or may not have been cutting up just a little bit. I'm dead. I'm about to go find this. It's, look, man. I'm going to find this. Look, I like to I like to be at church. I'm gonna just Amen. Leave that hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We need him a God fearing woman woman. We sure do. You that girl that well never mind. Stop. We need him a God fearing <laughs> woman. You know what Stop. I'm saying? Stop right now. We need one that's gonna check well, all the boxes. Well, I mean, most of the boxes. I mean You mean what? P O I. You know, if we could just make that work, we'd be fine, you know. Right, right. Yeah. But does POI go to church every Sunday? Uh, Virtually, because her church is still not open. However, okay. the church that she attends virtually, if I'm like, if I was to go out to that part of the world, I would attend that church because their pastor and my pastor are really good friends. Like, they always visit each other's churches for like the other guy's pastoral anniversary and then like every five years like my church will go to his church and then vice versa so you know it, i know she's attending a good one if if that means anything right 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 well 
Look like a good time. But mm -hmm. I'm definitely about to go. I'm about to go find that. I'm about to write it down right here just so I won't forget. Oh my god. Murphy. You said two Sundays ago? Two Sundays ago. Praise name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, technically, technically a Sunday ago. Cause Hallelujah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Okay. Hold on, let me let me get the date so I can make sure to look, search by the right Why date. Why you do that? I'm gonna go hit my ear. I just realized I forgot to turn it down. Y'all see what I'm talking about? Y'all see what I'm talking about? All right. I gotta what? have it. I ha I don't usually like it freezing in my apartment, but I like it cold when we're recording. And then I put on a sweatshirt and socks. I don't know why it works, but it does. This is a very scattered brained episode. We still yes, ain't got is. to what we was talking about. Filler. That's, That's what it's called. Filler. All right. Filler. Right. Uh -huh. Somebody gonna be listening like, what 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 is going on? We sorry. We sorry. A lot and a little at the same time. I'm dead. We've Just a it. jerk. Everybody see, everybody think I'm <laughs> no, a jerk no. here. <laughs> Herman is a jerk. <laughs> I'm talking about myself too. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. Well, let's talk about the playoffs. I okay. mean, um, I mean, let's start, you know, with the big one. Mm -hmm. Only one game has been played, and at the time, this was all anybody could talk about. Right, The right. Celtics versus the Nets. Mm -hmm. Where, Mervin? Where? In, in one of the most racist cities in the world. Thank you. <laughs> the, Thank you. So, it's funny you said that. Um... Did Michelle tell you what I sent her yesterday? No, she didn't. So I sent that. I sent this to her and the POI because she's a Celtics fan. Um, and it's basically black people who cheer for the Celtics is the caption. And it's a bunch of black people with MAGA hats on at like a Trump rally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah. So we already got the racist fans. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you got Kyrie Irving, who's just a lightning ride no matter where he goes. Right. <laughs> so we already knew what it was going to be. We, right. we were people were talking about it before the game. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, Kyrie, like, once he gets to Boston, like, they're going to be heckling him. Mm -hmm. Like, nonstop. Right. And that is exactly what happened. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's the same man who, on his first trip back to Boston as a member of the Nets, Came in and saged the whole place, <laughs> which I find very disrespectful. I'm not a, I'm not one who sages anything, but I feel like going into somebody else's house and doing that is very disrespectful. And what else did he do? I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing here. Remember, he stepped on Lucky and oh, like dug yeah, his, yeah, yeah, dug his yeah. foot in a little bit. Yeah. So he, he, he was great while he was with Boston, but he's done nothing to. Uh, garnered their love since he's since he's left and headed to Brooklyn. Well yeah. But also for those who, you know, are new here, uh Kyrie also remember he played for uh Boston. Well yeah. And then before he even played at T D Garden, he grabbed the mic, talking about some yeah. this is where I want to retire. Like some crazy stuff. Now when he first said that I was <laughs> a little confused too. Like what? What? Uh, see, the reason why breaks their buddy. But see, I was laughing when he said this because I knew it wasn't true for mm -hmm. one, and for two, because he had just dogged my boy LeBron. This was this was petty. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you leave your ex and you get with your new one and you start, you know, like hyping up the new boo. You know what I'm saying? Made yeah, that mistake before. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, this girl does this. This girl does that. Mm -hmm. And high key, the girl is not your type. This yeah. is, it's not going to work. But you're just trying to be petty and make your old girl jealous. Mm -hmm. That's what that was, okay? Kyrie done told all the crazy racist fans at TD Garden. Not all of them racist, mm -hmm. but, you know, A some lot of them are. But he done told all these fans he's going to retire there. Then, get caught talking <laughs> to KD about <laughs> meeting up in Brooklyn mm -hmm. and leaves them. And not to mention, was talking bad about his teammates. Like, sir. Yeah. You yeah. also, there's also a reason why they don't like you. Like, the, this is not, you know, it, it's a reason. Now, mm -hmm. Now, our fans a little, um, we talked about this last week. Our fans psycho? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> fans are out of control. Because between them and Utah, it's it's like neck and neck on who's the worst. Fans are out of control, yeah. honestly. Like, I'll I, I be all for when fans get banned for life. Right. You know, I heard something, uh, I think this had to be yesterday, listening to the radio, and they were talking about stuff like we are about to talk about. And the guy made a good point. It's like the NBA is one of those leagues, though, where, like, the fans will chirp and the players are allowed to chirp back within a reason, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, they can't go into the fans, you know, can't flip double birds at them behind the head. But these fans is getting out of hand, and I'm glad to see that the NBA allows the players to fight back just a little bit. Uh, Yeah. But, okay, so you got the fans. So yes. we, got, we got the two different type of fans mm -hmm. here, okay? You got the fans that are upset with Kyrie mm -hmm. because he abandoned them after he said this is where he was going to retire. Right. And it was nothing but bad with Kyrie in Boston. Okay. Then, was it Boston where he just decided to have surgery? Remember, he was just like, I could either have surgery at the end of the season or have it now. You that remember that? Like, yeah, that sounds like it was in Boston. Yeah, it was some, like, Kyrie was tripping. Mm -hmm. Okay. Big time. So you have the fans that are genuinely hurt because of that, mm -hmm. which, I mean, I would be too. If I were a diehard fan and he did that to my team, I would be too. Right. Okay? But then you got the racist fans. So all that energy put together at TD Garden, imagine. So fans start chirping at Kyrie, and Kyrie start flicking fans off left and right, mm -hmm. flicking them off behind his fro, flicking them off while he run running down the sideline. I'm like, oh, Lord. Can't do that, man. <laughs> he, he walked into the locker room after the game. Somebody said, Kyrie, you suck. He said, suck my DB. I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh, man. <laughs> Kyrie. Come on, Because bro. Kyrie, this is why I'm disappointed. Although we all know how, you know, we, we all kind of sense my aggravation whenever I talk about Kyrie. Yes. You know, because the way he did my boy LeBron. Like, come on, bro. Anyways, although even LeBron has him forgiven him. Even though LeBron won him a championship? I, I understand. Though, I said even I though Kyrie won him a championship. Even though LeBron won him a championship. Kyrie took I a understand. shot. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, so LeBron has come around to forgiving Kyrie. Mm -hmm. I've seen him tweet about him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when Kyrie went off this last game, which we about to get into, LeBron tweeted, and why wasn't Kyrie in the NBA 75? Like, you know what I'm saying? Showing his props to Kyrie. You know, although he done dogged him out. So, Kyrie comes into this game and is balling, mm -hmm. okay? Balling. 
hitting clutch shot at the clutch shot, pulling up, balling. Why couldn't it just be the balling? You know what I'm saying? Talk back to him, but ball mm-hmm. too, because he was going off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as he's going off, I just think it's so funny. As he's going off, he on the sideline. If you, if you, if you, uh, drops I'm, three. Yeah, I mean, could have the, the, un- the, the, un- the You're right, but the unfortunate thing is, do we really expect anything less from him at this point? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> it, it, this is par for the course for Kyrie at this point, and, and it's not right. Like, it, we wish it wasn't this, but he's not afraid to let you know how he feels. He's been doing this since the season started. Well, not just since the season started, but especially this season. I'm his career. Right, but especially like this season when it came to vaccines and all that other stuff and why he wasn't on the court in the first place. His opinions are not well kept to himself. You probably don't want to poke that bear either because by what uh, I'm seeing by looking at the score sheet, he went off for 39. If it, and if it wasn't for a, a, a great play by Jason Tatum, they're winning that game. And the fans will partially be to blame for that, for, for poking them and making them go off like that. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. I'm going to get to that last part you just said. Okay, okay. You said two things. You said – you know, they poked the bear and Kyrie went off. Mm-hmm. And then you said, had it not been for that last, you know, Jason Tatum, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll, they would have won the game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the last part. But Kyrie, Kyrie going off. They poked the bear. Absolutely. Kyrie mm-hmm. is going off. Clutch shot after clutch shot yeah. after clutch shot. I don't know where Kevin Durant was, but Kyrie right. literally, like, pulling up. Clutch shot, clutch shot, clutch shot. Mm-hmm. But towards the end, when because Katie, you know, he he took he took another shot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hardly, uh, uh, hardly, very. He was guarded. Okay, it was mm-hmm. some great defense. Took a shot, one spin around, threes, miss it, and then Boston gets the ball back. Kyrie couldn't get open because Bruce Brown standing right beside him. Steve, Steve Nash. What what is Steve Nash doing? Um. Is, is, is he coaching? He is. Why is Bruce Brown and Kyrie standing beside each other and Kevin Durant is up on the wing? Um, I love Steve Nash, um, mostly because he's a former Maverick. Um, and he played alongside my either first or second favorite player ever, depending oh, on what it is. Um, but Steve Nash is a product of having Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving uh, taking him to the playoffs. And having James Harden for a lot of that time, too. Because I'm with you. I don't understand how you end up in a situation like that. Um, yeah, Kyrie is going off. You need to be finding ways for Kyrie yeah, to get open. I'm, look, correct me going if I'm wrong. Off. Say, correct me if I'm wrong, basketball lady. But if he going off like that, I'm running iso ball every time down the floor. But if you run an iso ball, you got to be spaced out. Well, yes, like, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Like, come on now. Kyrie is going off, y'all. Like, I am enjoying it. Going mm-hmm. off. And then you get to that, to the where y'all need to score. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Brown beside Kyrie just standing there. And Kevin Durant on the wing taking a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we all standing around? So we call so spreading the floor. So then Boston gets mm-hmm. the ball. 
their spread. Mm-hmm. And we're about to get to the second part you were talking about. Had Jason Tatum, you know, not done his little spin rule and made the shot mm-hmm. at the buzzer. Well, uh, you get to the other end. Boston is spread out, you know what I'm saying? They cutting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They swinging the ball, you know, rotations. And Kevin Durant fell asleep on the wing. Fell yeah. asleep. Kevin Durant was guarding Jason Tatum and fell asleep. Got caught watching the ball. Mm-hmm. And basketball on defense, that's the worst that's thing the you worst can do. Thing get you caught can do. watching the ball. Kevin Durant got caught watching the ball. And Jason Tatum slid back dope. Mm-hmm. Wide open. And then Kyrie all of a sudden has to slide off of his man and guard Jason Tatum coming through. And by that time, that, he was gone. After that pass from Marcus Smart. Like... Had no had KD played some defense. Well, yeah, maybe Kyrie could have got that dub. He wasn't on offense. Mm-hmm. He's had an off night. You know what I'm saying? It happens. The, the, the greatest players have off nights. Which you know? an off night for him is apparently 23 points. But yeah, right. But when they needed them, mm-hmm. you know, the greatest players have off nights. You know, I'm just had this been LeBron. I just want to say. He would have been getting roasted right now, uh, but and right, Felicia. You know, but okay, just the stand. <laughs> he just—that's how we know he to go. The standards ain't no, even the he's same. Not, but okay. Well, anyways, so had Kevin Durant play some defense, number one, they could have won. Mm-hmm. But the Celtics. Shout out to y'all, man. The Celtics. Shout out. This is what I'm talking about. A lot of people praising Marcus Smart. Shout out to him, Defensive Player of the Year. Congratulations. Gary Payton gave him his award. Bro, super dope. That whole thing was dope. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, this is this is what I'm talking about. Marcus Smart's speech was, like, great. This means I'm at eight years, and he finally – y'all got to watch it. Google Gary Payton, Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year. Well, anyways – Marcus Smart was getting a lot of praise after this game before he won Defensive Player of the Year. Just for the simple fact that the ball was passed to him on the wing at three, and we've all seen Marcus Smart in the playoffs, regular season, mm-hmm. take that shot. Trying to be trying to be the man. T- take that shot. But Marcus Smart is not the scorer mm-hmm. like these other guys are on his team. You know, and sometimes you have to sit back and realize I'm not, I'm not that guy. Right, you're not that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My my specialty is on defense. Although right. Marcus Smart also he can go off. We see Marcus yeah. Smart go off in games, but when you got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on your team, mm-hmm. you find ways. You get them to the ball to get them the ball <laughs> because they are higher. It's it's a higher efficiency mm-hmm. there. Okay. Jason Tatum, we all know what he can do. But, yes, for Marcus Smart to pass up that three in which two defenders came for that three to Mm -hmm. block it, for him to pass up that three and find the cutting Jason Tatum wide open, (laughs) back door for the spin move. And that that was a – that pass was a dime, too. Let's not get it twisted because you miss either way, that ball's getting tipped and that's the game. Bruh. I just this game, this series, uh, Nets, Celtics. I do think if Kevin Durant and Kyrie were going off one game, well, no, nah, because you still got Jason. Tatum. You said, well, I, I, 
if it if it if it comes down to a two on two game, I'm taking the Nets. Right. But if it comes down to the team game, then it's the Celtics. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That so you have the better team in the Celtics, mm-hmm. but then you have the coaching. Mm-hmm. And we saw game one that, and I honestly have not even been paying to, attention to the Nets coaching because they always missing somebody. I always pay attention towards, you know, the playoffs. But this th- this game right here, it shows. One coach was engaged, and the mm-hmm. other one was just like, you know, go out there and play. <laughs> they gave me this job. Go out there and play. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard it. Go on out there and play. Although, I respect Steve Ash as a player. Right. 1,000%. Right. But he has no coaching experience. And Kyrie was standing next to Bruce Brown on a play in which you needed to score. Had you scored then, you would not have lost. Right. Let's mm. let that simmer for a little bit. Anyways, uh, but yeah, shout out to Jason Tatum for that nice little spin move, scoop layup, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, Jason Tatum's big time. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, but yeah. we've... We we've, fr- we, if, we, if you didn't know before this basketball season, yeah. you should know by now. Yeah. You should know by now. Yeah. Like, come on now. Uh, what series would we like to talk about next? Oh, let's move to Timberwolves Grizzlies. Uh, Memphis put put uh, Minnesota over their knee. Yes, they and did. And spanked them like they stole something. Yes, they like did. Like they should have done game one. Yes, they did. Uh, After <laughs> Minnesota won game one, yeah. I was watching Undisputed. And Shannon... And Skip, like, oh, the Grizzlies don't want to go down 0-2 versus uh, Minnesota. No, this Minnesota team could do it. They could there was beat no, the Grizzlies. There was no chance that they were going down 0-2 tonight. Bro, there was no way in hell they were going down 0-2 tonight. You know I love me some Shannon, but I was watching Disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? See, huh? that's – see, and, and I know how much you love Shannon. And it, it's not just him. It's everybody. He's falling into he falls into the same trap everybody does, and it's being a prisoner of the moment. Look, people mess up. Teams mess up all the time, right? You're not going to win 16 straight games in the playoffs. Not saying that the Grizzlies are going to win 16 and win the championship either, but they're going to mess up. You're going to come out flat one day. You've had a few days off. This is what happens. Everybody chill. Because game two is eventually going to roll around, and you're going to see who the real best team is, and that's yeah. what happened. Absolutely. There's no absolutely. Keep in keep in mind, this is a Grizzlies team that was missing John Morant for tw- for more than twenty games, and if my memory serves correct, at one point they were eighteen and two over twenty games without John Morant. Feel free to look that stat up, but I feel like that's what I seen. Whether I, I'll trust you. Whether that's right or wrong, they didn't really oh, miss Lord. a beat without look. They didn't miss a beat without John Morant on the floor. So when they got him back, you knew there was going to be something to, something to deal with. And that's exactly what happened. That's what everybody found out tonight. If you didn't know already, now you know. If you don't know, now you know. Hey. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the Timberwolves spirit, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like after uh, game one. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You got to bring up no, the. Uh, no, I'm not. No, okay. I'm, not. I'm just gonna bring up that I stu- just for for no particular reason. I just feel like this is a great opportunity to say I don't like Patrick Beverly. Continue. Okay, uh, a lot of people don't, but uh, you know what I'm saying. 
after their championship performance <laughs> in the play-in, quote-unquote, quote-in quotes. You're a joke. You're a um, joke. <laughs> after that, you know what I'm saying, they go in and win game one of the mm-hmm. series. They talking to Anthony Edwards, who is a baller, by the way. Mm-hmm. The man can shoot and yam on you, like grasshopper mm-hmm. yam. All right. He, he going off. They talking to him in a press conference. He like, they've been hiding me. You know, I don't get on national TV that often, so when I do, I got to show y'all what I got. Because they be hiding me. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what he said word for word, uh-huh. but that's what he said. He don't – they. Timberwolves don't get national games, you know what I'm saying? Right. And this is what you get if you put me on national TV. That's what he basically said. Talking that big talk. I'm like, okay. I'm watching that like, okay. I ain't trying to sound like a hater, but I'm watching that like, okay. Y'all know y'all not going to win like, this relax. series. <laughs> right. R- relax, dude. Relax. <laughs> but, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Carl Anthony Towns, you know, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, dude been balling. Okay. Yes, yes. I am a fan. Once again, I call if you're listening. I shut Mervin down last week when he tried to say that you were celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Y'all championship win. In quotes. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I fools with him. You know what I'm saying? Going mm-hmm. off. You know, mm-hmm. I I wish for his success. I wish for Anthony and Edwards' success. But uh, D'Angelo Russell. Um, I, it's a. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say it's a love-hate relationship there for, you know, uh, reasons in which um, uh, Mervyn may or may not have coughed out just now. Oh, no, she's talking about it. <coughs> See, I... You know, I had so to call I don't know. A couple times. I'm sorry. I just can't. I, I ain't gonna lie, fam. I don't know if I can ever get behind that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. Come on, man. But your play on the court, you know, sometimes it's respectable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I see you go off a few times, and sometimes that's respectable. So sometimes that's that's why I love hate. Mm-hmm. Just remind uh, me never to tell you my family secrets. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis, they evened it up, mm-hmm. and um. They'll be yeah, done. They'll be done in four more. They'll be done in three more games. I, I don't know. I don't know about a sweep, but I'm saying five, six. I yes. know for sure. Yes, yeah, this is game two. Three more games. That's five. Oh, oh, my bad. I'm thinking. Oh no, three more games. I'm thinking like six games. That's fair. Six. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Could be five though. Mm-hmm. Um, five or six. Five or six. Um, yeah. No. Whoever thought? We'll pause. Let me be quiet. <laughs> Let me not jinx the whole series like Mervin did that one time. You know what I'm <laughs> Let me quiet because Mervin gonna be like, <laughs> "Bro, you jinxed them. You a jinx." So let me stop. Although Mervin has been proven to be a jinx, two o two o. But we'll get. Oh, we can, let's go straight to it. Let's go to the now, Mavericks series. Okay. Now what? What were you about to say? First of all, uh huh. I'm gonna fast forward to free agency of next year. I don't know how we're gonna do it. But whatever Jalen Brunson wants, he gets. Pay that man. Because as you said on Twitter yesterday, clearly, Jalen Brunson is the number two behind Luka. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there are nights it might be Spencer Dinwiddie. When Tim Hardaway Jr. was still healthy, I feel like there were nights where it's him. But as far as the current iteration of the Mavericks are concerned, 
Jalen Brunson is the number two. This actually, this Negro had 41 points. Uh-huh. And even better, zero turnovers. Uh-huh. The Mavericks as a whole had three turnovers last night. Uh-huh. Like that none in the second half. None in the second half. Like, that's, you know what that's a result of? That's a result of having to play team basketball for real, for real. Uh-huh. Because Luka's not out there. And no knock against Luka, but when you're Luka, you're, you're getting more assists. There's more risks involved. Obviously, there's going to be more turnovers. So if you're going to eliminate all those and put up the night that you had last night, that's great. Now, Mavericks also had 22 three-pointers last night. Um, which is, I'm going to go ahead and call that very unsustainable. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, beating the other team by 33 points from beyond the arc is very unsustainable. Let's go ahead and put that out there. Absolutely. Um, but on the other side. Because y'all got out-rebounded too, didn't y'all? Yes, we did. I, I, what about like 19? I'm not looking at the number exactly. Let's see. Yeah, nope, that's the one we lost. Uh, what night? That was Monday. Let's see, box score. No, team stats, sorry. Uh, yep, 50 to 31. In fact, they said... Uh, 19 rebounds. They said we we got uh, some second chance points like in, this, in the second quarter or third quarter last night. And that was the, f- the first second chance points we had since the second quarter of, the, of game one. We, we can't get rebounds right now. Now... I want to go to the other side of the bar real quick because I do have a question. I want you to help me with this. What does it say about the Jazz that Luka Doncic isn't touching the hasn't touched the floor yet, and they barely squeaked out Game One and got beaten Game Two? They allowed Jalen Brunson, who is not. Hey, look, I love Jalen Brunson to death. Like I just said, I want him to stay with Dallas. Whatever it it, it costs to keep him, keep him. But he's not a forty point kind of guy like this was a career night for him <laughs> and you just let him go off you let maxi Kleber hit eight three-pointers on you you allow 17 uncontested three-pointers now granted that's that you chalked that up the scheme shout out to jason kidd my twin that's 21 years older than me okay hold on let's no, not overdo it no no, no the, i'm being serious the jazz perimeter defense has been trash all now season. that is also true as well but the fact that you know that and you're going to take that and do what you got to do, I'm just saying, if I'm the Jazz or if I'm a Jazz fan, okay, maybe if I'm not the Jazz, maybe if I'm not employed by them, but if I'm a fan of the Jazz, I'm pissed right now because how in the world are they without their best player and we have our best two players and we are tied 1-1 coming back home? That's what I wouldn't understand as a fan of the Jazz. What did I say when we were coming into the playoffs? I mean, yeah, I did say it when we were coming into the playoffs. The Jazz ain't been playing well. They have literally been giving up lead after mm-hmm. lead after lead after lead. They have not been playing well. They got they, their fifth, mm-hmm. okay, in the West, so it looks good. Yeah. But as of late, it ain't been looking good. I, I said it before the series. Listen, Rudy Gobert, sir, sir. In the last game, I saw him miss two alley-oops. Mm-hmm. Two alley-oops, Mervin. How tall is he? Seven feet? Something two like alley-oops. Yeah. How you missing two alley-oops at, the, at that height? And you know what Dallas did right after? Score threes on both of them. Mm-hmm. And, In and, transition. Yeah. Missed alley-oops. Then, 
on one of them, Rudy Gobert is on the ground <laughs> watching the three go in. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert didn't even get up until the three went to hit the bottom of the net. I said, uh-uh. Yeah. But, no, shout-out to the Mavs. Yeah. Shout-out to the Mavs. Listen, it is unsustainable, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I need absolutely. Luka to come back, like, now. <laughs> when, when everybody in a mama was hitting the threes, I said, okay. Now, granted, y'all do have some shooters. Yes. Dallas does have shooters. This ain't the first time I'd have seen Dorian Finney-Smith go off from three. Mm-hmm. This ain't the first time I'd have seen Reggie Bullock, you know, hit big shots. This ain't the first time I'd have seen Maxi uh, Kleber hit big shots, although as of late, you ain't seen it. Yeah, that's a he's been in the slump, but... Yeah. But this ain't the first time, you know what I'm saying? They all can pull up from three, which is a plus, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's not happening. Did... Yeah, no. <laughs> Jalen Brunson, 41 points, 41, 8, and 5, and no, no turnovers? turnovers. What was he, the first math to do that? I think that's all. Yeah, I think first so. math. Yeah. Like, shout out to you for stepping up to the moment but yeah see i had faith in you Jalen. you know what i'm saying i just knew the number two the number two and tim wait question do you think if tim hardaway jr were here the mavs would have jailed like that i feel like now i'm a tim hardaway fan because he fine okay Okay. let's let's start there because he fine i do think he's inconsistent on the court I've said this on this platform before, mm-hmm. but Tim Hardaway Jr. Because we were looking, you and I were looking for a clear number two. But last week, week before, yeah. whatever it was, and you said Spencer Dinwiddie, and I said I don't think it's Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they all have their nights. Okay. But if Tim Hardaway Jr. on the team, we both would have said Tim Hardaway Jr. Right. So with somebody like Tim Hardaway Jr. on the team, who's like the clear number two, if you know he's playing and Luca's out, and him being slightly or not slightly inconsistent. Do you think the Mavs would have gelled together as a team like that, or would Tim Hardaway Jr. be trying to play hero ball? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think he'd be trying. I think he might try to play a slight bit of hero ball because, I mean, Tim, he's had his nights as well where he's just absolutely balling. But I think with Jalen Brunson running the show, I think that team would have still gelled together because Jalen Brunson's running running a one. Pretty much as as best as he can right now. He, Absolutely. And so, if you got a good man running the one, you're good. Like you, you're gonna make sure the ball's gonna be dished around. Whether it be him setting up the play, whether him driving to the hole, people collapsing, he's kicking it out. Whatever happens, the team, the team play will still be there. Right, but because, I think because if you got if you the drop off if 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 Luca's on the floor, obviously Luca's gonna get all the attention. Tim Hardaway Jr. would get attention, but it wouldn't be as much. So you're still going to have that team ball. like Right. But I mean, like, I think Jalen, well, I didn't. I don't think he did. Jalen Brunson fueled everybody else to have the confidence. Right. Because he's going off. So when he's going off and he dishing it to you and you wide open, because it, it's, for one, it's, it's causing people to mm-hmm. be attracted to Jalen Brunson. Yeah. So he's grabbing your defender and then you wide open. You want to shoot it for Jalen because, you know, he done created this shot for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think the fact that it was so well-rounded and everybody was going off at a yeah. certain point, I think that was sparked by Jalen Brunson, an unusual suspect. Just mm-hmm. I think it was just like everybody saying, we all we got. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. a we all we got game. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think you get that game if there's like a clear – you know, mm-hmm. 
a clear, um, I don't know. A clear number one on the floor, yeah. Right. That's what you're saying, yeah. But anyways, out of the way, really good game. Oh, absolutely. Really good game. Jalen Brunson put the team on his back. Okay. Maxi Kleber. Everybody was stepping up. Literally mm-hmm. everybody. So shout out to the Mavs, bro. Oops. Shout Listen, we him. all know we all know I'm rooting for the Mavs for work purposes. I was about to say it's for TV only. <laughs> you know, I, I like Luca, but my 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 haterade for Mervin surpasses the Luca. I do like Luca. I, I like Luca a lot. I love watching him play. Speaking of Luca, hey buddy, this was great, but um, yeah, let me yeah. You want to go ahead and come back now? We, uh, we will not be know. upset. I've been seeing tape of him in practice. Mm-hmm. Now and it does not look like he's ready to play. Does it, not. Hey, a lot can change in a few days. But I will say I wouldn't this. Rush it. the good thing is they won last night. Because if yes. we're down 2-0, he's probably like, all right, coach, look, I, I feel great. Let's play it. But now you don't have to rush it. Because the worst case scenario is you go down 2-1. Okay, cool. Bring him back game four. And you see what happens. Right. Try to you get that game, hopefully, and you make it a best out of three series, you have home court advantage. Uh let's see. Game, game three is four th- game four game, is Thursday. Game four no, will sorry. be Saturday. Game three, game three, is, three Thursday. is tomorrow. Yes. Game four will be Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday? Huh. That's that'd be pretty much two weeks. That's that's some time. That's that's two more days than what you got. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw Luca was putting up shots, but uh, it looked like he was nursing it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, but, yeah, come on now. We, I need I need Luca back in the playoffs. Like, I don't like when players will move. I guess we can talk about the Phoenix um, series next. I don't like it when players, like, great players get hurt in valuable times, like, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And it's like, okay, like, dang, even if I'm not rooting for you or your team. You play. I still want to see you play. It's entertainment. I think basketball is one of the greatest products on TV right now because these dudes do not miss. Mm-hmm. The craziest shots they put up, they do not miss, and it's so entertaining. So, like, not seeing Luka on the court, you know, we saw him last series, although Mervyn cursed the Mavericks and they lost. We saw Luka, you know what I'm saying, cooking on the wing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, pulling up from three. We saw that. Who, who don't want to see that? We all done witnessed Luca magic team. A, quite a few times. Well, yes. We <laughs> all done seen Luca magic a few times. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that. I want to experience that. So I really need Luca to, you know what I'm saying? I need the Lord to bless the calf. Yes. You know, so he so can come back. Or at the very least, look, Luca, if you need it, I got a calf for you, bro. I don't really need this. Or I can Mervin. give you whatever piece you need Mervin. so you can get back on the court. Hey, I got some calves on me. Don't play with me. Mervin. Don't play with me. If you gave him a calf, <laughs> never mind. What? <laughs> he gonna pull that thing in the first five minutes. Bro, this is the NBA, bro. You get your if you don't get your hey, out of shape self. <laughs> hey, I might be out of shape, but I got some calves on me. Don't play that with calf, me. Now. That calf ain't ready for all that. All right. That's all that action. Anyways, uh, yeah, Luca come back, but yeah, valiant effort from the Mavs, mm-hmm. valiant. Absolutely, <laughs> I use that word specifically because, uh, yeah, the Lord was. It's like a Cinderella team. You don't see Cinderella teams in the NBA. That was a Cinderella win. 
Okay, as I say, they're a four seed. They're not a Cinderella by any means, but I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, although the Jazz, like I mentioned, have not been playing, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. they should. Rudy Gobert, you should be. Hold on, let me go. Let me, what's his? What, what are his numbers while we here? Let's see. Uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, eight what? points. Eight points. I yes. know you're lying. Now he got 17 rebounds, but eight points. Mm-hmm. What we doing with eight points? Nothing. What, what we doing with eight points? Uh uh-uh. uh. Also, I've Un- come uh-uh. to, I've come to realize, bro. Game one, five points. Yeah. He what? Sound like, he sound like Chris Stapps now. That's what he sound like. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had seventeen rebounds in game uh, one as well, but five points. Is that all you can give me? Mm-hmm. I Meanwhile, let's so. uh, say Boyan is going off. That's honestly, I'm. I know the stats won't back this up, but I've been more scared of him than Donovan Mitchell, low key, because it seems like every time he pull up, he uh, he hitting. At least parts of the game I catch. More uh, scared than Donovan Mitchell. No, hey, look, I look, I said the stats don't necessarily back this up, but the fact is. But you mean from a shooting standpoint? Yes. Okay, I can see that from from a shooting standpoint, but yes. when it comes to the game. Yeah, if it's if we're talking about playmaking, yes, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. But, I'm, but as far as somebody pulling up, every time I see Boyan pull up, I'm like, all right, well, let's go ahead, get ready to inbound the ball because he's not missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to him for, you know, doing what he got to do. But uh, Donovan Mitchell, listen, I, he got good about a Utah, bro. Let's say he, he might be man, in New York next year. This man keeps delivering 30-point playoff mm-hmm. games. He's he, he chasing or, Michael at this point. Or – if it came down to it, if I'm Dwayne Wade and the rest of the Jazz ownership, I know Dwayne Wade don't really make no decisions, but. <laughs> making them, he's making that bread, though. Exactly. Making that bread. If it came down to one of them leaving, I would do my best to keep Donovan Mitchell and say, Rudy, thank oh, you for your service. I don't think that, I don't think that's a. Thank you I for your service. I don't think that's a debate at all. Okay. I don't think a single person in Just that, sure in that front office. <laughs> I don't think a single person in that front office would choose Rudy Gobert yeah. over Donovan Mitchell. Just Absolutely sure. not. However, Let's not if I may do a little bit of uh, non-team related tampering, hey, Mr. Rudy, if you're looking for a new home next year, the Mavericks could really, really use a solid rim protector. That's all I'm saying. Y'all, never mind. Uh, Phoenix, we were talking about you know, players getting hurt, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all, the Phoenix and the Pelicans play tonight. Now, I was rooting for the Pelicans to win the play-in tournament because, you know, I want them to play as long as possible because I want to see if there's any chance that John Morant gets in. Not John Morant. Uh, Zion Williamson gets in the game. He's not playing. I'm still on that. I'm He's s- not I'm still on playing. That hill. I'm still on that hill. You know, I'm trying to see him All play. Right. Uh, anyways. I have your grave ready when you die on it, but he's not playing. <laughs> I'm still on the hill. I want it to happen, okay? Which is what they say, you got to manifest it. So I'm manifesting it. Oh, my God. So when it happened, I'm be like, Mervyn, what I say? what I say? Oh, my God. Well, anyways, <laughs> the Suns and the Pelicans, the best team in the league, best record in the league, mm-hmm. versus the Pelicans who had to play in to get into the spot, mm-hmm. a.k.a. The eight seed, 
in the West. Literally, yeah. the last spot you can I was, get. I think they are the worst team in the playoffs. The last spot you can get. Yep. Yep. So, we all said sweep beforehand. Remember, we were doing our prediction. We said Phoenix was going to sweep them. Yep. You know? Sure did. Well, today, tonight, before, literally right before we started recording, the game went off. Mm-hmm. And, uh... The Pelicans beat the Suns in game two of the playoffs in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker had 31 points. And all 31 came in the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, injuries. Your boy uh, pulled his hamstring yep, in the third. Yep, that'll, that'll get you every time. And he knew what it was. Did you see when he? Did you see the play in which mm-hmm. they found out he got? Uh, he was uh, tracking somebody down on a fast break, and he like kind of touched his um, the back of his leg, mm-hmm. and then he uh, you know had to look on his face like, bro, really? Yeah. Now the good you know, thing is pulling a hamstring for a world class athlete is it's not going to take you that long to get back. But still, that's true. But it's still one of those bothersome injuries. Yeah, it'll nag you for a while. I pulled my hamstring a couple years ago, and it took me a couple weeks before it stopped hurting. But <laughs> what you put your hamstring doing? Playing softball. <laughs> I was trying to leg out a ground ball, and I pulled both of them <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, that did uh, not feel good. Prayers to my boy Jose Altuve. He pulled his hamstring. Oh, that's what he did? Yes, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Prayers, bro. Wait on you to come back, fam. Anyways, so Donovan Mitchell, no, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Devin Booker, Devin Booker. <laughs> leaves in the third quarter. This man had 31 in the first half, though. Yeah. Pulling up from three unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, like if 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 he was on a team in high school I and, pulled him. and he took some of them shots, the coach would be like, Boy, don't take that shot. <laughs> now that, no, those were those shots where I don't care if you made them. You finna come sit next to me because you're going to learn not to take them shots no more. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling up just from everywhere on the court. Nasty with it. Devin Booker. Phoenix is like, I guess, I just feel like Devin Booker is just so underrated. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's because he's in Phoenix. Now I don't want to be... Tell be, be telling everybody to go to different markets and stuff like that because I think Phoenix is a it's, a desirable market. Uh huh. You over there by L.A. You know what I'm saying California's right there. Yeah. You know, but I think he, it's a desirable market. But is he what is underrated? He underrated. Yes. When you think about the superstars in the league and you know the big names, etc. Yeah. People who know ball, yes. People who know ball, some of us will say you know Devin Booker, but everybody else. See, I'm trying to figure that out because I'm like, yeah, no, he's never, like, top three in the MVP, none of that stuff. But I feel like he gets his fair shake in the, when it, when people are talking about him. You think Devin Booker gets his fair shake when people talk about I him? I think so. When we talk about But then about again, I give him his proper respect as well. Devin Booker. Devin Booker, what did he score in the game? Was it 72? What was, what the, what was Devin the Booker's? Bubble? No. No, what it wasn't was the bubble. Uh-uh. Let me see. Devin Booker scores 70. He scored 70 yeah. against the Celtics, and they lost. Devin Booker. That sounds like a team issue, not a him issue. 
Devin Booker can drop 70. Devin Booker has dropped 70. Devin Booker has had several 50-point games. Right. Devin Booker, but we don't put him in the same category as a Kevin Durant, a Kawhi Leonard, yeah. those guys, when he should definitely be up there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We put Devin Booker in like, yes, uh, all-star, can go off. But when we talk Absolutely. about some of the best scorers in the league, you we don't be putting Devin Booker up there. I'm just saying. Even when Damian Lillard was getting his credit, you didn't hear everybody talking about Devin Booker like that. We know he go off, but, you know. Before Chris Paul got there, especially, he was underrated. That's mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I do th- still think he's underrated. 31 points in the first half in a playoff game? The first half. This man has dropped 70. I hear if, you. If I Devin Booker, you. If Devin Booker, like if this hamstring issue becomes like a nuisance and like something is actually, you know, is just worrisome. Mm-hmm. Phoenix can't win without Devin Booker. Right. Now, granted, can they beat the Pelicans? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can they beat the Pelicans without Devin Booker? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, don't, I don't see that being an issue. Uh, but, yeah. Mm-mm. Devin Booker, he, he's just so underrated. Mm-hmm. So underrated. Mm. But go off. Oh, I didn't really have much, actually. But, but I do uh, want to see Zion Williamson uh, play. He's not. He's not gonna play Ashley. Rapid, just, just, just count on seeing him in six months because he's not playing this year. You see that uh, fat that fat chain he had on at the game, like bust down. It was a bust down, and then it was a fat medallion just diamond out. Had to be. It, That's mm. the type of stuff you wear in Phoenix because ain't nobody gonna mess with you. Don't wear that around New Orleans. <laughs> I don't worry about that New Orleans. I mean, don't uh, wear that New Orleans. I'm dead. You've been in New Orleans. You know what's up. Yes, it is. It is high crime. Although, I had many a fun experience there, but yes. yes, Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I always have fun in New Orleans, but it's still high crime. And it's hard crime, too. Yeah. So, you know. Okay, moving on. Who, Who we got next? Uh, the Heat and the Hawks. I mean, ah, I don't really want to talk about that. Uh, uh, the Heat going in. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler dropped forty five though. Shout out to Jimmy Buckets. Shout out to Jimmy. I Buckets. love seeing. Uh, I got this, bro. It's just flat. that just appeared in here. I'm just oof. Um, if anybody wants to write a country handbook, uh, step number one is being able to swat a fly out of midair with your bare hands. Ashley just did that. Just want to put that out there. I didn't get it. It's still around here somewhere. Attempting also counts. Yes. Oh, I can, though. <laughs> but I didn't get it. I don't know where it went. Um, shout out to Jimmy Buckets. I love seeing Jimmy Butler go yeah, off. I absolutely. especially loved when Jimmy and LeBron were going off in the bubble. Mm-hmm. In the NBA Finals. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know what I'm saying? It's a game. And LeBron was just like, oh, you good at it? Oh, mm-hmm. let me remind you that I'm good at it, too. Right. Just want to. And Jimmy Butler was leaned over. Leaned over the, and sp- made- uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the advertising thing. Cause it's, and it's still a meme. It's, it's still the, a Because it's the truth. It is the truth. <laughs> Remember when they made that um, that old lady working at Popeye's <laughs> a meme? <laughs> 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 
Same energy, bro. <laughs> Same energy. <laughs> After the chicken sandwich yeah. came out. <laughs> When's the last time you had you a Popeye's chicken sandwich? It's been a while. It has been a while. Cause honestly, it wasn't all that great. (laughs) See, you sleep. I think it's good. Um, I just can't eat it all the time. Like it's so much. Right. And see, I would. I was more mad because I was forced to sit in line and wait for that one time, and it. It was good, but it just wasn't all that. I didn't have this in line. I uh, when I worked at T-Mobile, mm-hmm. my T-Mobile was right beside the T-Mobile. I mean, was right beside the Popeyes. Mm-hmm. So we just went over there and got it. But also, the you know the type of energy that Popeyes like brings, right? Yes. The type of people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We used to see some stuff at that Popeyes. Boy, would I tell you? Did you did you ever see anybody getting in a fight over the sandwich? <laughs> Oh, no, not over the sandwich, but we did see some fights okay. over there. Now, see, I, the unfortunate thing was um, the the last lady, she lived down the street from a Popeye's on Main Street in Houston, Texas. Um, <laughs> and what would happen was <sighs> I would go over there after choir rehearsal on Tuesday nights, which is also two-piece Tuesday, which means I, anytime Ooh, I tried to go, it was always a line. So it Bro. was either that or go sometime like random time, and it was always still a line. So it was, mm-mm. I hated it. I that's one thing I love about Houston that I've never been able to find anywhere else is Two Piece Tuesday. It was in Dallas. We had it in Dallas too. They don't do that here. It's in Dallas too. At mm-hmm. some locations. It was when I was growing up. Cause everywhere I've gone, they don't do the Two Piece Tuesday. But at Houston, bro, broke college students. Popeyes right down on Scott Street, boy. What's the special? What what is the two piece Tuesday? I, I ain't had it so long. It I forgot. Two, it was at first. It was two pieces for ninety nine cent. Yes, that's what then I was. Then I school. think it went up to two pieces for a dollar forty nine. Which okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Don't be too quick to change. Take my money, Popeyes. I'll be all right. Missing that fifty cent. Yes, every Tuesday we used to go to the one. What was the one? It's not there anymore. The one right across the street. It was on Sky Street. Yeah. On Sky Street. Yeah, yeah. We used to go to the one on Sky Street. And the line be packed. Mm-hmm. And people be like, can I get 10 specials? <laughs> That's 20 pieces. Of- yes. 20 pieces for $20. $20. Absolutely. Yes. We used to go. I used to go get two specials. You know what I'm saying? And be like, no, you know what I'm saying? 20 pieces for $10. I'm sorry. Yeah, $10. Um, but I used to go get my little, you know, my two specials, you know, and just be mm-hmm. grubbing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Two Piece Tuesday. Also, while we're on chicken, real quick. Uh, Frenchies also came out of uh, a chicken sandwich. It was all right. Now, that was the one where I really got mad at the last lady. I guess that's just going to be her nickname. Because I this was right, this was like when the pandemic started. So, nothing inside. It's, gonna, it's all take out, all to go, right? I had just gotten off of work. She said, I want to try this one. I said, yo. It's 9 o'clock. It's going to be a long line. I don't want to be there all night. I'm tired. I want to go home. I want to chat. Okay, fine. Actually, do you know it took me an hour to get that sandwich? Because wow. I got there. One, it was a long line. And two, I think they ran out. So I had to sit in the parking lot waiting for 30 minutes, waiting on the damn sandwich. And then I get home. Oh, I'm sorry. This is why I told you what's going to happen. And it happened anyway. 
Wait, so she wasn't even with you? No. I just, oh, no. See, no. see, see. This is where you better than me because I would be like, I'm I'd not. I already paid for it. And they gave me two pieces of chocolate cake, too. And French's chocolate cake is delicious. Just want to put that out there. Okay, what did you say about French's? Is it still right there by the church? Uh, Yes. So it's not in its original location because that is now where the Cathedral at Wheeler Avenue is. Um, So it's across the street. Um, at the corner of Scott and Blodgett <clears throat> and they're building a permanent building um, pretty much not where that Popeye's was uh, but kind of down the street you remember there was a barbecue place like right across from the stadium barbecue oh yeah because I remember we went there one time after like homecoming or something yeah that's where it's going to be uh-huh. I think it's like Scott and Alabama something like that okay but, yeah. Yeah, it, it it ain't it ain't moving too far. Okay. Yeah. Just lying along the street, huh? Mm-hmm. I guess. Yes, I'm about to go get me some chicken next time I go to Houston. Please do. You know, hit up one of the old spots, uh, chicken joints, and then uh, taco uh, taco palenque. Remember we used to go to taco palenque. Ooh, Over there, Gulf Gate. I used. I took all my friends to talk to Palenque. I guess I'm not one of your friends because you never I, took we've, me. We've gone before. We I know have we, not, have. we have. I've literally Ashley, taken everybody. We you never have went not anywhere. Taken me. It's a, it's a fast food joint. It's not like a fancy restaurant, but it's I don't it's tacos and all kind of Mexican food. We probably took. You just probably don't remember. I don't because I've gone several times. That used to be like my go to spot for. Yeah, you probably went. Anyways, uh. Where are we going next? Who are we talking about next? Oh, shout, out, shout out to Chris Paul. We didn't give Chris Paul his due. Oh, Game yeah. one, where he scored 19 points in the second half. This man is is LeBron's age, okay? Mm-hmm. Old and going off still. And able to beat everybody except Scott Foster. Was that a chuckle I just heard? Slightly. Because this is 14 straight playoff game that Scott Foster's officiated. Uh-huh. That he's lost. They just, I don't know what it is, but they just can't get along for some reason. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Glad I could uh, add some content to the show. Yes. yes, yes. Thank you so much. Also, the rest of the series suck. Uh, just want to put that out there. What else is? Is there the Bucks about? and the Bulls? Um. Well, that's only going. Wait. Was is that has that only gone one game? Yes. I don't think that necessarily sucks. The Bucks and the Bulls. They still the Bulls got Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. Like, come on now. And the Bucks have Giannis. Yes. Yes, they do. Uh the seventy sixers and the Raptors. Yeah, I don't really care about that one. Um, what are the Sixers up to zip? Like we said, yes. we mentioned the Raptors when we mentioned how A D was crying about being hurt. Mm-hmm. Who do the Raptors have? Fred Van Vliet. Oh my gosh, Pascal Pascal Siakam should be though for your first name. You know what I'm saying? Because he was, uh, yep, yep. And it's oh Golden State and, and the Nuggets State. Oh yeah, that one too. Golden State <laughs> up two zip. You know, uh, yeah. Who was Boogie about to fight the other night? The ref. No, he was about him and one of him and one of his teammates had to be separated in the huddle too. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw him get ejected. Oh. And it's because he was talking to the ref. Which the ref was just like, uh-uh. Par for the course for Boogie. But, 
<laughs> the ref was like, uh-uh, you ain't going to talk to me like that. Yeah. It's, I always think it's funny when you get ejected for talking to refs because mm-hmm. they always text them a little minute like, what did he just say to me? Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> get him out of here. Well, to be fair, it's the playoffs. We under, The refs understand. They're, the fans are not there to see the refs. We're not tuned in to see the refs. So you get a little bit more of a leash, I would think. So if you've run out of that leash, you have to be trying at that point to get run. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't totally agree. Because I have seen some refs in this first round calling like, pity pat fouls. But this is the playoffs. We don't want to hear your whistle to say about you. It just makes me upset. I was watching the old... Um, I was watching, um, who was I watching? An old Bulls game and just how physical that the play was back then. It wasn't a lot of scoring. It was like, mm-hmm. it was a lot more breaking, but they was just physical. There was a lot physical. more defense too, yeah. They was physical, and I'm just like, bro, I wish, I don't want it to be all the way back like that, you know what I'm saying, because I right. do understand the safety of players, et cetera. But I wish you let them do something. Hey, come on. Something. Anyways, I obviously like physical play. That's why I like watching Jimmy Butler go off because he's just so physical. Jimmy Butler is becoming fine. Can I say that? He could, he's becoming fine. The money's good to him because we never mind. That's enough. Uh, is that it? Is that it for NBA playoffs? I think so. Mm, yay. Well, um, predictions per series. Um, Bucks Bulls. I have Bucks winning in five. Yeah, same. Phoenix Pelicans. Um, right, give although, me, give me Phoenix in six because they might drop another one with Booker not being hundred percent. Yeah, mm, I don't know. I'm doing five. Okay. Although Devin Booker is out and is gonna miss a couple games. Mm-hmm. I see Monty Williams and Chris Paul and, you know, I see them putting their brain power together and readjusting. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget the rest of the team. Mikael Bridges, Chris Paul. Yeah. Let's not forget the big man. You know what I'm saying? I know DeAndre Aiden's over there. Literally, you know what I'm saying? That's and why he, I said they only going to drop one. And he, I feel and like he want his money. One. Yeah. And he want his money. Okay. Uh, yeah, I see Phoenix and five. But I can see if it went to six. Uh, Jazz Mavericks. We don't know when Luca coming back. Like I said, he don't look like he coming back game mm-hmm. uh game three. I tell you that. So with that being said, mm, I don't know. It depends on if Luca comes back for game four. If you ask me, game four. Yeah, because if Luca don't come back for game four. I think that's it for y'all. Hmm. That's fair. But if he goes back for game four, I see Mavs winning in seven. Okay. If not, I say Jazz winning in six. Mervin? Ditto. Sure. You know, I don't... You don't want to do a prediction because no. of what you did last year? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who's the jinx? Um, Nuggets Warriors, I say... Uh, Dubs four. I say dubs in four, maybe five, but definitely four. Um, Philly Raptors, I say it's a clean sweep. It's a sweep. 
hate Hawks. I say five. I'll give him a gentleman sweep, yeah. I, yeah, I say five because, uh, yeah, Trey Young, I see him he going gonna go off. He's going to go off at home. <laughs> right. I see him going off at one of the home games. Um, we, uh, oh, Net Celtics. That's going to seven. That, <sighs> that's going to seven. I don't know. I say six or seven. That's going to seven. And I'd... I take Boston. I gotta take I'ma ta- I'm gonna take Boston too. Yeah. Simply because like you look at the coaching. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. only do they got these players who can go off, you know what I'm saying? Jason Tatum can go tit for tat with Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, you you what? Tit for tat. Tit for tat. Scoring wise. I'm not saying if Kevin you, Durant and Jason Tatum guard each other. I'm what saying, I'm saying okay. Kevin Durant scores, Jason Tatum comes down, scores, Kevin Durant saying. scores, Jason Tatum comes. But Kevin Durant on his best night is my, is far and away better than Jason Tatum. Let's be clear. Yes, Kevin Durant is better on his best night than Jason Tatum, but Jason Tatum could still go off is what I'm saying. Okay. And he's done okay. it several okay. times. Okay. Like Jason Tatum isn't he the man goes no, off. He's no slouch. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying slouch by any means, but what I'm saying is if it's going for tit for tat and they're both having their best nights, Kevin Durant wins that. And that's when we're getting that two that two-on-two two game I was talking about. <laughs> Between, listen to this. Mm-hmm. You said if it go from back-to-back back, Kevin Durant on their best nights. I don't think so. I think Jason Tatum stays in there with Kevin Durant. Between April 9th, 2021 and March 6th, 2022, not even a whole year, Jason Tatum, has five 50-point games or more. Mm-hmm. Five, Mervin. You mean to tell me he can't go tit, tit for tat with Kevin Durant? This man can go off. Okay, we mm-hmm. all saw, and we see what he can do on the defensive end. We all saw him yamming on LeBron James, and you know what LeBron James did? He summed him after that. But he also turned around, jumping, fade away, falling off, falling off the court. Swishing shots on KD. Like, Jason Tatum, if K- if Kevin Durant is going off and Jason Tatum is going off mm-hmm. and they both have their best game, I see him going back and forth. Just like Jimmy Butler and LeBron James did in the NBA Finals. Is Jimmy Butler on LeBron James' level? Absolutely not. But he, did he go tit for tat? He absolutely did because he can go off, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what I see that Jason Tatum can do. Absolutely. That's fair. And, and then way, you got Jalen Brown who can go off as well. And either way, I still, said that I still see the Celtics winning. Yeah, I, I, they just—it's a team for me. Yeah. It, it's they're two seed for a reason. Yeah, uh, it's it's the coaching. That is the clear difference here. Like you do have, yes, you have Kyrie and Kevin Durant, but if Kyrie is going off, but then you can't get him the ball, or he can't get open, or he can't get the right ISO because he's standing beside Bruce Brown. What what is he supposed to do? That right there is is, is coaching. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, yeah, was that was that everybody? Mm, I don't think so. I think so. No. Let's see. Hold on, let's see. Timberwolves, Grizzlies. Did we already do that? Nope. Uh, Grizzlies in six. Five or six. Grizzlies in five or six. Yeah, that'll make it interesting. Okay, that was. I think that was it. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Uh, well, 
we're gonna get to Channing Crowder's edit again, and the reason why <laughs> I chose this to be, you know, the culture segments because for one, Mervin didn't write nothing but NBA playoffs on the rundown. I'm like, he ain't got nothing else you want to talk about. I really don't. But Ladena sent me a clip. <laughs> that has surfaced and is going viral and it starts with Channing Crowder again mm-hmm. from the Pivot Podcast. And it's funny because she had no idea who this man was before. The last comment he made or question about Russell Wilson and now, you know, it's just, you know, play the clip, play the clip, Mervyn. Oh, jeez, you would. Okay. With a divorce. You controlled your life forever. You can't control that. Like, I, I could have. But, but you can't. No, I could have. It's, it's, I, it's I, I two bad. people that involved in the divorce, bro. Yeah, but no, I, I never talked about this. I'm glad you guys are asking because I don't mind talking about this, but I was bad. Uh, she, was, she, was, she was awesome. She really was. It, it was all me. I was just, look, we don't need to talk about what I was doing, but I wasn't. I wasn't protecting her and protecting those vows. So, you know, sometimes when you live that double life, you get caught up in. So I'm, I'm not gonna say it was her, it was all me. Cause she was, look, she did exactly what she was supposed to do. Gave me beautiful kids, take care of the house, take care of corporate stuff. It, it, it was just all me. Sometimes when you make a lot of mistakes like that, you know, you can't really come back. Now, before we get on the actual subject matter, Chad and Crowder, mind your business. Mind your business this man's on some, nah. <laughs> Shaq also knows like, me. It's, ah, a it's always just two people. If a man is trying to own up to his mistake, just allow the man to be a man and own up to it. How you gonna tell me what I'm happened to my house? What I did. <laughs> I'm the one who did it. It was my mistake. I messed up. <sighs> oh my God. We clearly picking, but like, <laughs> no, but still. how you gonna tell me? Ah, uh-uh, it's two people, bro. You could control that. I could. No, you couldn't, sir. Shut up. <laughs> I kinda, I'm finna put, Ch- actually, I hope you you can understand this request. But I'm finna put Channing Crowder in a box that I put Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith and stuff. I'm and in. just say, I don't wanna hear about it no more. Cause every time I hear something with their names attached to it, it's some bull. And I don't wanna hear it no more. Please and thank you. That I'm goes dead. for you and for Twitter. Now see, you sleep. This is the second time Channing Crowder has gotten the Pivot Podcast on the Shade Room. That's great. Let's let's it's see how being, many let's let's see how many followers the Shade Room has. Is being on the Shade Room an accomplishment? It actually is. When it comes to marketing, the Shade Room has twenty six point three million followers. Yes. Okay. If you get reposted by the Shade Room and people who had no idea who you were. You have just, hold on, let me find the post for you. Let's see how many views the post got. You have now marketed your business to all these new people. This post, 585,000 likes, not views, Mm -hmm. 585,000 likes. What the thing Channing Crowder is doing (laughs) is bringing people to the Pivot Podcast. That's great, but at what point does it go from being a market employee to being annoying as hell? 
I mean, it's I don't already gotten there for me. I don't think he means to be a marketing ploy. And Absolutely that means not. He's just naturally annoying as hell. Got right, it. right. I don't think he means to be a marketing ploy. But I'm trying to give him the benefit of that because he's a black man. You know what I'm saying? That's great. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to bring down my black man. But yeah, he is. I support I my lie. people too, but. I ain't gonna lie, some of the takes are a little, uh, uh, a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Come on now, Russell Wilson Square. Come on now, Come on, like, but uh, on to Shaq. Now, we all remember Shaq and Shawnee. When you think about a basketball wife, because Shawnee obviously is the executive producer of the Basketball Wives reality show, but when you think about a true basketball wife. One of the first names you can think of is Shawnee O'Neal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't know all these other ladies coming through here. You know what I'm saying? We don't know these women. You know? We think about legendary wives. Where you saw Shaq, you saw Shawnee. You know? So for him, for one, for this to be the first time he's publicly opened up about it, it's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Because for you to have such a public relationship and you being such a, you know, big time figure you know like crossover artist like this man literally does everything okay everything to nobody ever asking you i say i say this in america nobody is constantly asking men relationship questions at all the podcasts Shaq been on and this is the first time he said thank you for asking me basically don't nobody ever ask me so let me address it I just want to say, Shawnee, everywhere she go, they ask her, so what happened with Shaq? What happened with Shaq? Us women, we get unfairly targeted. I just want to throw it out there, you know? <laughs> For my women, we get unfairly targeted. How you ne- never been asked about your relationship? But Shawnee get asked about it every other day. Can we stop this? Can we stop automatically assuming or talking about women, females' relationships? We don't, we don't want that. Stop doing that. It's clearer. It's, it's 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 a clear. Mm-mm. I don't like that. But anyways, back to it though. Shaq, we knew it was you, boo. <laughs> we know. <laughs> this ain't nothing new, okay? Remember when Kobe got caught up and he said, "Well, Shaq, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Was doing all this. <clears throat> like Shaq, we knew, baby. We all know Shiny a good woman." We see how she still take care of your kids to this day. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of them too. They all big. But we see. Did she have a reality show? Oh, the Basketball Wives. I was thinking, did yeah. she have a show with just her? But she executive produced the Basketball Wives show, you know, so she could just show herself in a good light, obviously. Um, anyways, and show all the other ones in a bad light. But uh, we knew. We knew Shaq. You know, that's why people don't want to date athletes. That's why people don't want to date rappers. Because y'all be out here wilding. Wilding. No, you got a good woman at home and out here wilding. Mm, 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 mm. It be like that sometimes. It be like that sometimes, baby. I'm not a, I didn't condone it. I don't condone it. But um, for, for the people in that in that area of life, uh, you know, you get it thrown at you. Gonna leave it at that, you know. If you were rich and famous and it was getting thrown at you, do you think you could handle it? Am I married? Or yeah, if you were married, if you were married and it was getting thrown at you, like thrown, think imagine how Shaquille O'Neal was getting it thrown mm-hmm. at him. 
it's getting thrown at you. you can you handle it? Yes. I like to you think can I say can. no every time. I'd like to think I can, yes. I don't think you could. I, mean, I don't think you could. Hey. Oh, look, I if I'm married, I like to think that I'll be able to say no every single time. And remember that I have a wife and children. Hey, man. Don't we all? Don't we all? I don't like the rhetoric. Boys will be boys, though. No, no. I, I heard that on a movie. I don't either. Yeah. I heard that on a movie yesterday, and I was just like, okay. Let's cut that out. Yeah, no. Nah, that's, that's the old play that I was saying now. Like, which should have never been in, if you will. If you will but, yeah, nah, bro. You, if you got you got a wife and kids at home, bro, you got to. You're supposed to do what you got to do. The misogyny. I'm just, I'm just so dumbfounded that Shaquille O'Neal has never been asked about his relationship with Shawnee. So here's my thing then. If somebody just sees him on the street, are they just supposed to be like, hey, Shaq, what happened with you and your wife? No. You know how many podcasts and everything that Shaq is on? Yeah. Shaq does literally That's everything. True. Shaq That's is the true. Snoop Dogg. Shaq is Snoop Dogg up here. Shaq mm-hmm. got more money, but... Shaq and Snoop Dogg are hand in hand. Like, they be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You mean tell me nobody has ever dug deep into the question now, what happened with n- you and That's Shani? fair, but granted, I will say this. As men, I hate to, I, hate, I hope this don't come off the wrong way. We don't care. <laughs> we, we generally don't care. See, you say that, but it like, also be the men. It like, also be the men talking to these women about this. That's great. But I'm saying, like, we don't care, right? Like, I'm not finna. You don't care. Men as a whole, we don't care. No, men are messy. Messy. But, like. The main ones is messy. Look, okay, well, fine. Look, look, if it's me. You you don't care. I know what I know. And if it's meant for me to know, I'll know eventually. Okay? I'm about to say, these men out here are the messiest ones. Literally the messiest ones. Just messy. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's how we got this audio. Cause Shannon Crowder keep asking questions and saying stuff. Yes, maybe. Shannon Crowder's messy. Yes, uh, Joe Budden, Charlemagne the guy. Mm-hmm. Now Charlemagne is Charlemagne a fool. <laughs> Charlemagne <laughs> is a fool. Uh, it's this podcast called The Millionaire's Club or something like that. The guy on there is messy. The the boys on the podcast that. Say they can't date a Shaniqua. Messy. Like, it's so many messy men out here with platforms. Platforms. <laughs> it's a lot of y'all. Oh, my, my bad. Not you, Mervin. Mervin not messy. But just in the mess. I'm with I'm with Nene Leaks. Stay out of women business. <laughs> now you don't get that, but somebody listening get that. Stay out of women business. Dang. But yeah, no, I don't like the fact that Shiny talks about it all the time, but Shaquille O'Neal never gets asked about it. Like, can we, can we, if we're going to keep asking women relationship questions, can we even it across the board? That's all I'm saying. And you and say, because he's off the men, men are messy too. Okay, Shaq be on, he don't be on sports stuff all the time. He be on regular podcast, he be on hip-hop podcast, everything. That's fair. But shout out to him for not, even if there is some other stuff that's not out. Just leaving it at what he did was wrong and... Oh, we know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's also true. Kobe but still, told but us. But still, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, you know, there are situations where both the man and the woman have equal equal blame in what happened between the two. Right. That's true. And and 
he's just doing like, hey, look, it's my fault. I messed up. It's on me. She was great. She was perfect. All right, that stuff. Which is how you should handle it. Because at the end, as far as I can tell, as far as what I have seen or haven't seen, there's really not been, you know, there's those divorces where you dr- you run another person's name through the mud, call them every other name of the son, yada, yada, yada. As far as I know, this hasn't been one of those. There's, right. still, there's still usually some, like, you still love that person, but it just right. ain't working. She's told some of his business on uh, the, the uh, Basketball Wives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to watch the show with her and Jennifer and Evelyn and Tammy. That's the good one. All the other ones. I don't know about that. Never seen but, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, she's always respected him out of yeah. respect for, you know, what he's done for her and her kids, etc. Like, you know, shout, shout out to Shani, you know. Shani messy, too, though. She is a little messy. But shout out to Shani, you know. Say, if she you gotta bas- be messy. If she runs yeah. basketball wise, she gotta have something there, too. But, yeah, shout out to her, though. You know what I'm saying? Boss mob, you know. It's... it's Look from the outside looking in of motherhood. That's what you strive to be. You know, you you got a hand in each of your kids' lives because they got what five kids. You got Something a hand like in you got a hand in each of their lives. You got the, your own personal relationship with all of them. You know, they can come and talk to you. That's shut up, shut out. You know, and they're successful. But I mean, Shaquille knows their dad. Then yeah, you know, they're gonna have money for ever. Right, but they're all doing their own things. One's modeling. I don't know if Sharif O'Neal is that the one that plays basketball. I, I don't know if he's I still think he is. Is that the one who had the uh... heart surgery? Yeah. Child, it's so many of them. Yeah. Okay. Sharif O'Neal was the one who played at uh, LSU. Um, what's his stats looking like? I mean, I if it's on the lower end, which I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna find them. Oh, um, well, I don't know if that's a good or a bad. <laughs> In uh, 14 games he played last season, he averaged 2.9 points, mm-hmm. 2.1 rebounds, 0.1 assists. And 50% from the field. And <clears throat> and uh, 46.7% from the free throw line. It's better than his dad. Well, um... What'd you say, Barbara? You don't think what? I said, um... <laughs> I'm glad to see he's made a full recovery. Uh, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. Um, shout out to you on your future endeavors. I mean, we can I be real about it. I just don't know if it'll be uh, in the National Basketball Association. We can, we can, we can talk about it. I wanted one of my friends, or well, anyways, I wanted this guy to come on this um, platform because we were talking about Ronnie James. And if he if he was an NBA prospect, and before this season, I I absolutely said no. Like you can't just you know ride on the coattails. Like you got to show me, you know what I'm saying, that you are an NBA prospect, not because your daddy. But I still think if LeBron James was not his daddy, he would not be an NBA prospect. He would not be, you know. But he LeBron James is his daddy, so you know, 
And because he is he an NBA prospect and right now, you know what I'm saying, his last season, he was putting up some numbers. But you can't put up 2.9 points, 2.1 rebounds, and 0.1 assists. And, uh, but shout out to you, Sharif. You know, you know what I'm saying? You had your heart surgery. Um, and you came back and did your thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, or you're uh, playing on team. You know what I'm saying? So shout out. You know, that's a survivor story. Shout out to Shani. I saw some videos. She was with you along the way. Obviously, that's your mama. You know, and, uh, hey, when you're Shaquille O'Neal's son, who cares? Who cares about the stats? You right. said. You good. Why, why we laughing? You said. Right. Go you do ain't got to play basketball. Go do some DJ, DJ sets with your dad or something. Exactly. Knowing Shaquille O'Neal, you could. Well, I don't know. I say knowing Shaquille O'Neal, he could probably just relax and get all his bills paid. I don't know. Shaquille said that one of his kids wanted some type of car, and he said, I'm rich, not you. Yeah. So, never mind. That's the right mindset, though. Never mind. I, I was thinking, because you see... The like celebrities kids who like are born into money. Some people are jealous of these people, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And like, well, they ain't had to work, you know. Like when Kim Kardashian and let's pretend Kim Kardashian is black. Pretend. Let's say, let me give her a different name, because I know I don't want to step on no toes with black folk who ain't no fans. Yes, Mervin? So I was Okay. Putting myself in that group. Okay, let's say the Proud family, okay? Okay. And let's put the Proud family in the same situation that the Kardashians are in. You know, Proud, you got Penny Proud, BB, and Cece, okay? The Proud Snacks is a billion dollar corporation mm-hmm. at this point. This is, we obviously dreaming. And. <laughs> Don't do Oscar like that. <laughs> and Penny, BB, and Cece, well. They are products of their daddy's success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they all have, like, you know, you know, they, they daddy get in money. Mm-hmm. You know, they mama get in money. And they all just kind of just, you know, hang out and create businesses left, right, left, right, left, right. Ain't that what we want for our people? Like, Absolutely. wouldn't you want, that's what I'm saying, wouldn't you want your kids? Mm-hmm. So, Kim Kardashian, that's granted she shouldn't say people need to get off their butts at work. Because well, girl, you ain't nobody. you you didn't have to work. Whoa. Now you working now, but you didn't you didn't have to work like everybody else. You're working compared to working to pay the bills, that's a whole different level of work. I guarantee they work harder than you, sweetie. Just to keep the lights on, okay? But anyways, I think that's that's the dream. I want my kids to be like that. I want my kids to be able to start businesses and whatnot from you know the wealth that i did that's the dream you know we all know if the kardashians were black we would be all for them mm. mervin mm. mervin mm. i'm listening what's the if if kim kardashian was black and she went through it, the scandal she went through, but then she started help free people from prison. We wouldn't be for her. I'd be for her for that, but I still I don't. Say she, I still they, don't like the famous for nothing people. But there's black people like that that are famous for nothing. Regina Carter. Um, okay. Let me think of somebody you know. Um, I know who Regina Carter is. I know who Lil Wayne is. Okay, but like. We have the young black kids who are Lil Romeo. Okay. 
<laughs> Lil Romeo also still acted. He still he did his own thing. He did, but it was. It wasn't it was great. It, it, was it wasn't that great. Daddy. There exactly. was some nepotism involved, but Absolutely. he still put his work in. Okay, Kim Kardashian and they put their work in. Like they have businesses. They have multi-million dollar businesses. Kylie Jenner is a billionaire on now, her own. If you want to talk about Kylie, okay. Kendall Jenner is a supermodel. Homegirl be working. She that's be in these shows. But the one we're talking about is Kim. And that's the one I can't stand. <laughs> but Kim has businesses too. She got skim, the clothing line. Like they have businesses, is what I'm saying. They they were given the money and the fame to start these businesses. And maybe it's just but a bad, they have them. Maybe it's just a bad comparison because I don't like her in the first place. That's what I'm saying. So if, I'm just saying if you were a black family, I feel like a lot more people would be on board. Maybe granted, I don't know. Granted, the Kardashians have they don't need the black community they don't want them because they got all these millions of other people on board but just saying i mean i'm, I'm gonna keep that one. their kids are black I'm though be nice let's, about that world let's let's think about ashley, that ashley you're stepping into a, into a comment i'm trying to not make and trying to be nice but no but i'm no but i'm saying their kids are black mm-hmm. so the wealth yeah. will be going to black most, to black people you know mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Are you Nothing. okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. But, I told I mean, y'all, men are messy. This not, man getting riled up by the Kardashians. She's not black, but most of what's been in her is, so. Wow. Marvin, this what? is why you frustrate me. Why? Last week, I was reading some tweets. And he was like, whoa, my parents listen. <laughs> Interrupted me. And you say stuff like this. You say stuff like this, stuff that is extremely vulgar, but I can't read <laughs> What did tweets. I say? I didn't even say nothing. Now, Mervin, uh, those listening, please rewind back 30 seconds <laughs> I didn't even say and nothing. listen. I don't know what you're talking about, For those Ashley. of you listening, please rewind <laughs> back 30 seconds and listen to what Mervin just said. I don't know what you're talking about, Ashley. I'm trying to come at me because I read some tweets and you over here being vulgar. You was vulgar the week before that, too, after the dying Tarasi jokes. Remember? Okay, no, we were, we were, we were both on that train. <laughs> nah. Oh. Because <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know I was saying it. Thank you. Bet, bet. So I don't need you trying to censor anything I got going on over here ever again. You understand? Because you just, oh, your mind is always in the gutter. No, it's not. Anyway, Shaq, shout out to you, brother. Shout out to him for what? Cheat? No, for for being open about it and admitting he, he was the one that messed up. I was about to say, you got some nerve. No. But we all do. Kobe told us. And to, and to snitch, man. Like, yep. just because you got in your own trouble, don't mean you have to take your homeboy there. Even though they wasn't really that cool at the moment. But still. Yeah. You know? I love it when celebrities spill the tea, though. Of course you do. It's very entertaining. Whoa! Oh, oh I, you know what will be entertaining? Ben Simmons playing in the uh, the Nets Celtics. Something. Ben Simmons gonna playing in back. the Nets Celtics series. They're gonna series. bring him back for him to go. He gonna go. Let me see. He probably have seven points, two rebounds, no assists, no blocks, no steals, and five fouls. That w- that would be his stat line. No steals, no blocks. You forgot. Um, Ben Simmons is a defensive player. I said what I said. You sleep. He will help you on defense, but on offense, 
I mean, it's gonna be it's scared to shoot again. Absolutely nothing. They ain't gonna be scared to shoot again, y'all. I think it's mental. I wouldn't bring them back anyway. Why not? We, you better play for something. Shoot, we don't did all this to get you. You better play for something now. Do I think the Nets will? Uh, it would. Do I think it'll benefit the Nets to no. play Ben Simmons? No. But for my entertainment, I need Ben Simmons to come back. I want to see. I want to. I want the storyline. You know. I want it paused. And I'm not a hater of Ben Simmons. I am. But we saw what happened the last time he was in the playoffs. And I want a storyline, whether it's good or bad, or just even kill. I just want to see what happens when he, just for my entertainment purposes, I will be tuned in to whenever he come back. Mm. Did you see on Twitter where he told uh, ESPN reporter, hey, get this in dunks? No. No, he said, turn your camera on. You may want to get this. Oh. And then the man puts his camera on Ben Simmons and he dunks. It wasn't even a dunk. It wasn't even a good dunk. It wasn't a Zion 360. It was a regular jog dunk. And, and then the fact that the reporter said that Ben Simmons told him that on video, I said, okay, this is petty. Yeah. I feel like that. I think that's the end of this. Let me just go ahead and check it out. Ashley, you got anything else before we uh get on up out of here? Um, you know, I just want to say I love myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is a pleasure working with myself every day. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. You know, that, that sounded like a, like a joke. Like if they were doing a commercial about like the most like arrogant basketball player, mm-hmm. like that's, that would be the, the quote that that, play, that player would say in the fake press conference. That's, that's you, Ashley. That's you. Great news. This man above me. And the man who produced this album. They can't see that, Mervin. Damn is above me. Good Kid, Mad City is to my left. Is producing, is coming out with another album in less than a month. And you don't have to ask me if I'm excited. Kendrick Lamar and Kanye? I'm sorry, what? What'd you just say? Damn and Good Kid, Mad City? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking your Kanye CD is still there. I wouldn't even pay attention. No, College Dropout is still behind me. But okay. My gra- it's something from my grandmother's funeral behind me, too. Uh, It's over. But yes, Kendrick Lamar is coming out with a new album in May. And I am excited because it's been five long years. Now, if only Rihanna could come out with one, too. We'd be great. But yeah, Kendrick. You know I ain't going to listen. Huh? I, I know you're not. You know I ain't going to listen. I'll listen to the hit, though. I always listen to the okay, hit. Okay, come on, man. You gotta li- you gotta at least listen to the album one time all the way through. Mm, can I get a no? Just one I just don't time. like his music. I just don't like one his time. music. That's I why I'm, don't that's like why I'm his only music. asking you one time. Murphin, I have a I have I just don't like Kendrick's music. I don't. It, it, because I'm listening to it and then he like throw a bar out there and I gotta think, like gotta pause it, like, oh wait, let me Okay. And then I gotta press play. And Mervin, you slower than me, so I know you gotta do that. I know you. I know it take you no, ten albums do to like get it. I don't do it like that. I just listen to the album. Like, okay, that was a great album. And then what'll happen is I'll listen to that same song, like five years later, and be like, "That's what he meant by that." Yep, it did. I believe it. Because when years. I tell you, there's stuff off the drop three that I still catch nowadays. I'm like, dang, I've listened to this album for a long time, almost ten years, 
That was a great reference, Little Wayne. Good I'm job. the type that listens likes to listen to bars and like if like I like it to be smooth. You know what I'm saying? I like mm-hmm. the punchline to be smooth. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I don't need to be like, okay, wait, what does that mean? Oh, okay. Mm-mm. It's for that to constantly happen. I like Eminem, but Eminem does that too. But let's say he does the same thing. Eminem does that too. He was on Parables with Corday. Corday's my guy. Corday ha- makes great metaphors that like you That's digest great. instantly. I don't like him. Why'd you like Corday? How do you like Kendrick Lamar and not Corday? Because he's dating Naomi Osaka. That's why. Okay, I'm about to say you can't because it's music. Corday makes great music. That's why his uh, debut album was Grammy nominated. But anyways, uh, he has a song called Parables with Eminem on it. Eminem, he going off, but it's like, okay, I didn't get the last one. Now you on to a whole new one that I didn't get either. Like, I and y'all, I'm a smart person, okay? One of the smartest people I know is me. And I'm one of the smartest people I've ever met. I'm sorry, I just want to keep doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Way to be humble, Ashley. No, but I'm a smart person. Like, it's just, mm-mm. Music is enjoyment, not a lesson. You know, unless it's one of the songs, you know, uh, round what was it? The, the Kid House Rock, the you know when they used to make the songs. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. I was like, what's the name of the thing? Where they used to make the songs. Mm-hmm. That's what you learn from, not a rap song. Come on now, I need to be ratchet. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk about love. We'll talk about robbing somebody, stealing some money. You know what I'm saying? Stealing off on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Let's give it some context. All stuff that you don't do. You know me. I'm about that life. Okay. Right. Okay, so go rob a bank tomorrow and tell me how it goes. Why would I do that, Mervin? We all seen set it off. We? You've never seen set it off? I have not seen set it off. Wow. I know, I know, I know. That is only one of the greatest movies ever made in black America. And it's funny, because I've even seen, like, reviews of the movie i seen, like, Prim's Hood Cinema. He does, like, hood movie reviews. i seen his review of it. So I know I need to watch it. I just haven't. Wow. But you know what? Okay, Ashley, let's wow. make a deal. Let's make a deal. It's, I'll about watch... some, it's about to be some ridiculous No, watch. it's not. I watch Set It Off. You listen to Kendrick's album. Bam. Why? I gotta... We know Set It Off is good. And it's Kendrick. His music is always great. I don't think his music is good. It's not good to me. Pause. There we go. It's not good to me. His hits, his hits be simple. The bars be simple on his hits. Every now and then you'll, you know, but on his other songs where he get all methodical, mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can keep that on his hits. He's, he say less is more, and I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen of the More Right Than Wrong podcast, I just want to put this announcement out there. Due to recent events, this will uh, be the last episode of the podcast because I can't be friends with Ashley anymore because she just disrespected Kendrick Duckworth Lamar. No, sorry, Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. She's disrespectful. She's rude. I don't understand what anybody's done to her to be this rude. But based on these events, we can't be friends no more. I did like Mona Lisa with Lil Wayne and uh, Kendrick Lamar. You know why? Because Kendrick Lamar wasn't throwing all those heavy metaphors at you. Like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Just want to throw it out there, you know? Like, less is more sometimes, you know? But, hey, he got fans like you. Fans that are diehard Kendrick Lamar fans. He's successful. I love a successful black man. I just, you know, I listen to the hits, you know? But the, mm -mm. you see, I got my preference, Mm -hmm. you know? 
People say J. Cole the same way J. Cole was not. J. Cole tells stories. Okay. He's a storyteller. Good Kid Mad City was a story. The way he raps, he tells stories. I see the premise in which it was a story and like it all, I guess, kind of came into a story. But J. Cole literally will tell a story in a verse and it flows like it's an actual story. Literally the whole album. Literally the whole album. Mervin, I've heard. So, give me a track list from the album. From Good Kid Mad City? Uh huh. Shireen, Beat on Kill My Vibe, Backseat Freestyle. Uh, that's three tracks right there. Or you want the whole out? You want the whole track list? Okay, so pause. The only one I know is "Be Don't Kill My Vibe." I like that song because it's a hit, and he did less is more. The art of storytelling, "Money Trees," which might be one, might be a top five song as far as my liking is concerned. But in his Poetic songs, justice. in his songs though, it yes, it comes back to I don't I don't see the storytelling. I really don't. You don't see the story? I really don't. He you met from, a girl. You mean from his whole album? The whole album is a story. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in J. Cole's, the way he delivers, he's telling a story. Like, in a verse, a story has been told. Like, in a mm-hmm. song, a complete story has been told in the song. He has told it from start to finish, front to back, the whole story. And that's told it so effortlessly. And see, that's the difference. Kendrick doesn't do that. With the, okay, well, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying with this one. Uh, albums, most likely you want to tell a story with an album. That's why they make it a track list. They got, you got to listen from here to here. Mm-hmm. A lot of but it was that. like, but I mean, but like it's like chapters. It's chapters. The whole story. The album is the whole story, and each right. song is a different chapter in that story. Right. But Kendrick Lamar is not the first artist to do that. Mervin is what I'm saying. But he many does it artists, so well. Many artists have done that, but I'm saying J Cole is a storyteller in the way he flows. Like he gonna tell a story in a song. The neighbors think I'm selling dope. That was a story about how he moved to a neighborhood, and people who didn't look like the neighbors. Were in his in his house, and the neighbors literally called the police on him. And the SWAT team showed up. He tells the story of how that happened in the song. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When he lost his virginity, we all know how he lost. Pause. It could be fake, but we all know. I was the story about to of, say because that that verse, well, that song, and um, too deep for the intro. Tell two totally different stories. So right. I don't know. But he tells the story of. It could be he just tells the story of this young kid losing his virginity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he goes from, you know, start to finish. You know, how it started, how it ended. Thought process through it all. That's what I'm saying. That's what J. Cole does. You know, he's a storyteller in the song. And that's why he's so good. Kendrick Lamar is my favorite rapper. Yeah, rapper, it don't matter. I don't really care. I don't J. Cole is one of my favorite rappers. I don't know if I have a favorite rapper. Kendrick's mine. It's it's clear as day. What was that noise? I just popped something. Oh. Anyways, um, yeah. But yeah, we can uh, go ahead and get up out of here. Yeah. Uh, I want to watch an episode of my this Netflix show I just found. About the scandal. Uh, ooh. I was just talking to Jasmine about it today. What is the name of the show? Some British show. A scandal. Something scandal. Oh, y'all. Abbey Road scandal. No. Downton Abbey scandal. No, it's Anatomy of a Scandal. Anatomy of a Scandal is what it's called. And it's actually really good. I'm on episode three. So, I'm going to get in there and watch that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to watch the back of my eyelids for a few hours. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Well, it was a 
good talking to you for another week, Mervin. I guess I'll talk to you again next Tuesday. You know, since you don't call or text me or oh, you know, check up on me or anything. Bull. <laughs> Bull. <laughs> you, you gonna stop lying on me? Matter of fact, you don't call or text me, so I don't want to hear that. Man, we all know that's a lie. Okay, that's a bit. That's a bit. We're going to get out of here because she's lying on me and lying on my name. And I don't appreciate that. Uh, we thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all as always for listening to us ramble about literally nothing uh, for close to two hours every week. Uh, we're going to get out of here. That's Ashley. This is Mervin. And this has been episode 64 of the More Right the Wrong podcast.